all cadet staff and family members and welcome to the Cadets Across Canada podcast. I am Sergeant Nadim Elgazar and I'm sitting here with Flight Corporal Wright. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. And you? I'm doing great as always. Glad to be here on a Sunday evening as always. And uh, we're doing something quite special as this is coming up soon. And our squadron will be participating in it for the first time in I don't know how long, but maybe we've never even done it before. But uh, it's the Cadet Biathlon Program. So, Corporal Wright, uh, do you know what the Cadet Biathlon Program is by any chance? Or are we going to learn about it together tonight? Well, I have I have heard of it. Um, I don't know much in detail about it. I, I understand that it involves shooting and... I believe skiing, but uh, that's about as far as my knowledge extends. Yeah, that's pretty much what I know. And apparently, uh, there's a bit of running, there's a bit of skiing, but you'll always be shooting. So <laughs> that's a good thing to know. Uh, but yeah, let's get right into this. So the Cadet Biathlon program consists of uh, four stages of training. So you have your first stage, it's like your comp, like your local, like, you know, just with your squadron. Your second is with your zone. If you make it that far, your third is with provincials. And that's even further. And the fourth stage is national. So if you make it there, you've come a long way. You're good at what you do. You're good at skiing and shooting and running. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Corporal Wright, would you like to go into detail now? Yeah, so um, well, I believe that there, I think I've seen um, people with the, the metal pins. So there's like a, for... The, the first one for the, like the zone, if you make it there, you get like a, a bronze one. Then for the provincial one, you get like a, a silver one and the the gold one you get. I mean, the, the national one, you get a gold one. So I think I think I've seen one one person with a bronze one. I think that's that's the only time I've actually seen someone with any of that. But uh, that's a little bit more information about that. But so the there's a bit of a difference between the first two stages and the second two stages so the first two so stage one and two so the local squadron or corpse one and the the zone one so those ones it's a running and shooting so the cadets will will run and then they'll shoot at uh they'll shoot an air rifle so it's a bit different it's a different type of gun so they'll shoot that one at uh a target placed about 10 meters away and then for the three and four it's cross-country style skiing, and then they'll shoot uh, a 22-gauge biathlon rifle at a distance of 50 meters. So the distance changes, the gun changes, and the the running or skiing changes a bit. Yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. So when you're in like your local and zone areas, you'll be running, and if you make it to provincial and nationals, it'll be in winter like in the middle of winter and you'll be shooting and skiing and i love to ski skiing is so much fun but that's a topic for a different day but skiing with cadets would obviously be a blast and even if you don't make it as that far it's all about experience and it's all about having fun and competing with others so let me go into that let's go into detail about uh the certain stages we have so stage one is essentially team selection by the core so if you're like you know, you're a great athlete in your squad and you always score excellence on the CFA, probably likely to try out and go for the biathlon. So I think our squadron has around seven spots and uh, yeah. And you obviously have to make sure you're committed to this cadet program and you're always participating. 
and the fastest runners and the best marksmen get selected for the team. So each goal can center on seven or eight athletes to the stage two competition, which is four males and four females. And at least one member of each gender must be a junior. So a junior is someone that has not turned 15 years old by, um, you know, the day of the competition or the last day of the competition. So, and that's around mid-March and that's the national competition level. So uh, yeah, that's probably mostly level ones and twos and the, uh, and some level threes and they have to send at least one of them. So that could be you, you never know. It's, it doesn't hurt to try. And Corporal Wright, would you like to speak about stage two? Yeah, for sure. So stage two is the, it's the first kind of, uh, big competition so that will take place around early November uh, so the team must their t the team names they have team names so those will be submitted by early October so they, they pick a, a couple of people um, from from their corps or squadron uh, so after so that um, this is a bit more of a competitive like a bit more of a competition uh, then the other one, it's kind of more of, you don't really have to do as much to, the first one's kind of more like a, a qualifier in a way. Um, but this one, they're, they're able to uh, train with the competitors over the winter and they can hone in their skills in hopes of being on the team that year. So being a member of the team before, it does not mean that you can be on the team again. So it's a, it's a bit different than uh some of the other things yeah that makes perfect sense so just to reiterate uh you're not you're pretty well guaranteed to go to the stage two competition if you're selected by your squadron you know you have eight spots or seven spots and that's where you'll go to the zone so this is like you know your city probably your city or like you know your county so like simcoe county like we're in corporate right you know, that's probably what they mean by zone. And uh, you don't have to worry about purchasing like skis and 22 gauge rifles. We're not, they're not going to make you spend that money. Uh, but that's only for cadets who qualify to stage two competition to advance to the provincial competition. So this is where you really got to show your fitness that you can run, that you can shoot. And you got to train hard for this. Like there's practices and you have to be committed. So uh, you have to make sure that you're, uh, able to put in the time to do this. So, um, uh, so what, so what does this all mean? So this means that we're like, they're looking for cadets who are willing to put in the time to learn the sport and, uh, you know, they're committed and they're, they don't want them in their first year. Like, uh, like they could, but they have to be like, you have to show that like you're really fit and like they're bigger. Cause you know, you're going to get smoked on skis if you're not a big guy. So, um, uh, continuing to uh, train with the competitors throughout the year will help hone their skills, obviously, and improve their chances for selection of the team in future seasons. So, if you show that you're committed in level one to try and make it to the biathlon, you nearly guarantee a spawn later years. Because if you are always showing up to practices and tryouts, and you know, showing that you want to shoot the rifle and you want to run and you want to compete against other squadrons on a provincial and national stage you're likely to get that. So yeah, they might not always have like a large amount go to the stage three competition and, you know, be able to ski, but it's, it's all right. It's all about experience. So 
that's that's pretty much it and uh yeah and basically just to summarize uh they want everyone to know that it, it takes hard work and dedication as we always say and uh you know so don't be discouraged if you don't make it and you know rome wasn't built in a day and successful athletes don't happen overnight if you want to be a fit person and like go to the gym don't expect to see like big muscles in a day and uh yeah that's pretty well it and that's the biathlon for everyone uh for the corporal right you have anything to add yeah so yeah that's about it um obviously think things are a bit different this year since it's uh started a bit later um with COVID and also uh, i believe that the only big change is that there's not as much of you don't have to have as much uh qualifications to join that's kind of they're they're accepting kind of more of everyone with littler experiences uh because they it's obviously it's already in we're already into november it's about a, a week or two away from december so it's a, it's a bit later than they normally start but that's about that's about all the the changes that they have and of course next year hopefully things will be more back to normal yeah that's totally correct and what we also have some uh news to add so you know throughout the cadet program ground school is still going on and that's really exciting and summer training opportunities will start coming up and uh but we 102 squadron also has an online auction so if you're part of 102 squadron there's only one week left and uh you can drop off uh auction uh yeah and it will be on december 4th 2021 and uh you, you can drop off items at uh, the listed places on the 102 squadron website and uh, please have them in by Tuesday, November 23rd. And that'll be greatly appreciated by the SSC. So thank you everyone for joining us. The 102 Squadron Montage needs your help in submitting videos and, and photos. So that would be greatly appreciated as well. And uh, yeah, that'll be everything for today. Uh, thank you for listening to the Cadets Across Canada podcast by Couple Wright. Thank you for joining as always. And we'll see you on the next one. Have a good night, everyone.